You're listening at Cage's Kiss, which is a Nicolas Cage-based podcast that explores his cinematic masterpieces in his life and times. We also glean kernels of wisdom from his cinematic abortion that week. And I'm really excited. Or not really, because I'm Adrian. (laughs) My name's Linda, but you can call me the cheese as always. And this week, uh, I, I... I don't know. I, I guess I'm like a festive cheese, like a oh, Wensleydale with cranberries. You a nut log. Yeah, yeah you're a nutty log. I'm a nut log. <laughs> Wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> Foot long nut log. Call it nut log. Oh, nut log. <laughs> I was run over by a truck full of mixed nuts. Jesus. Who are you? Yes, I am Donnie, or the Doombringer, also known as Adam Sandler's Christmas movies. Oh, Oh. you didn't (laughs) want to watch Eight Crazy Nights? (laughs) Come on, guy. It's so heartwarming. I'm going to make more Halloween-y movies because my life sucks. (laughs) I'm Jack, but I'm also Jill. Oh, fuck. (laughs) God damn it. (laughs) So what are we talking about today, Adrian? I'll tell you what I'm talking about. I didn't have to watch no Nicolas Cage movie this week. Booyah! (laughs) Yeah! But uh, we're still going to talk about a Nicolas Cage movie that we didn't watch, uh, but it, it they just they just dumped the thing uh, on Prime today. So yeah. we're going to make some fucking predictions about this shit. We're going to put together like our knowledge and, and all that. Well, then would shit, that you be more appropriate for Linda to be a wheel cheese? The oh, wheel no, of the no. cheese keeps on I'll turning. I don't know where I'll be tomorrow. <laughs> um, actually, uh, you know, I just realized that you guys, like, uh, Adrian brings up a good point. This is the first time in almost two years that we haven't had, like, we've had a cageless week. Yeah, yeah, I liked it a lot. Yeah, <laughs> the first week in almost two years without a cage movie. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, let that a week settle. Without a cage movie, why that's yeah, like it a house without a Christmas tree. We did all this. <laughs> you mean there was a time where we didn't? <laughs> yeah, oh. there was a time when I could say I've only seen four Nicolas Cage movies my whole life. Oh, tell me more about this <clears throat> this world. <laughs> Well, turn around Man. on that tree stump, and I'll tell you while I reload my pistol. Man, 2018 <laughs> was pretty wicked until I slipped on that hill on the wet grass, and then I reached out uh, and grabbed a vine with 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 the uh, thorns on it, and it cut up my hand. That part wasn't so good. Yeah. What is happening? That happened in 2018, and you weren't there because because friends are there for people, and now I know what you are. You weren't there. <laughs> I had no warning. Hot water burn, baby. Hot water burn, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God damn it. So what are we doing first? (laughs) So, yeah, so... um, Wait for way back. If you if you've been listening to it long and fuck you, even if you haven't been listening along, way the fuck back at episode sixty five, we covered some goddamn cartoon thing the cage did called the Crudes. <laughs> he was in there with Ryan Reynolds. So you know they yeah. made out in the elevator every chance they got. Oh. <laughs> I'd watch that yeah. for a nickel. <laughs> uh, um, I went through that in my theater. <laughs> <laughs> For some reason, seven years later, they sequeled it. Yeah, they kind of did. Well, I mean, it wasn't as bad as Waiting on the Incredibles to the point no one gave a shit, but... Oh, the Incredibles. Still, nobody was 
asking for it, but we got it. Yeah, it's like, hey, do you guys even remember Finding Nemo? We made another Finding Nemo. It's like, uh, oh, we found that bitch. (laughs) That's also why I'm Adam Sandler this week, because they also gave us another Transylvania movie that we didn't ask for. But they still did it. What are they up to now? Donnie, you can do it. I'm a suck of the blood out of my cock. Oh, <laughs> spooky. That, that's pretty much the Hotel Transylvania. I just saved you time. There you go. <laughs> Two boobus hours saved. Yes, I'm going oh, to suck fuck. the blood out of my cock. Daughter, don't date that boy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that looks like they're up to four now. Yeah, I God think the damn. newest they have a summer thing. I'm, and I bet every one of them cost $300 million and made $2 billion because there's no fucking justice in this world. And all you sick shithead moviegoers just keep paying them, you fuckers. Yeah. Well, you know, Do children have to... Oh, wait, no, we're not supposed right? to endorse I mean, those like... things. <laughs> wait, wait, you mean don't do heroin? Don't. I don't understand, <laughs> bird. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you have to do something with your life, Adrian. (laughs) (laughs) I gotta find my special purpose. (laughs) Yeah, with both. Today's episode is brought to you by all those ants that are crawling under your skin. (laughs) Today's brought to you by the letter K. (laughs) That's not drugs doing that. That's just I need to clean my apartment. So, yeah, okay, do we actually want to tell them this time what we're talking about? I already mentioned about yeah, the, the Croods thing. I said it. Yeah, he didn't. We haven't fashion. paid to watch the Croods 2 yet because it just dropped and it's 20 fucking dollars. So instead, we're going to, we, we, episode 65, we hadn't introduced my segment yet. Sequel return more harder. And so we're going to do that retroactively. We're going to see what the, what we the fuck we think they're going to do for the goddamn fucking ass twat crudes too yeah piss shit yeah. cock piss shit cock yeah and some of that shunt yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it is playing at the drive-in here but i don't know uh, yeah you'd have to go there who would like to start us off uh, it's it's really gonna suck. The end. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. They're <laughs> rock ages so, will be had. So yeah, no. Uh, so we already know the title, but fuck it. I'm gonna pretend I didn't see the title. The Croods Two: Love on the Rocks. <laughs> yeah, ah, that Croods family and their Ryan Reynolds friend and the grandma and the cannibal baby. They they made it uh, to that new land, you know, as Ryan Reynolds predicted, and it was the end and the beginning. And they had their giant headed cat friend. Sure, everything's rosy as fuck, but it can't stay rosy as fuck because we gotta have a sequel. Oh, we need to imperil some shit now. Maybe, uh, maybe, maybe, maybe shit's good. Everybody's into shit getting good, but like Ryan Reynolds has another one of his fucked up visions because it's like oh, actually oh, oh. more evolved than the rest of them, but somehow also makes him psychic for no good reason. Don't know why that was there, whatever. But he has another fucked up vision, and uh, and, and uh, his girlfriend, wife, chick, brave there, whatever the fuck her name was. She's all like, "Oh, you need to stop with that shit. Everything's fine now. We take pictures of ourselves by smashing ourselves into a rock with paint on our faces, and we wear <laughs> opaque sunglasses. We have no complaint. We don't need your predictions anymore. This is post prediction world right now." And Ryan Reynolds is like, "No, some shit's gonna go down." I don't know if we're even ready for it. There might be like sequel type activity and, and everybody kind of laughs it off. And while he's brooding over it, new guy shows up, dude, McFella and dude, McFella is not attached. And dude, McFella's kind of a hook. Yeah. He's a little bit top heavy. He might not be the brainiest, but he's suave. Yeah. And he's a little bit more like that Nicholas Cage dad character. Oh, and he's making Brave Chick just a little bit wet. I don't know. He's kind of putting on the move. You kind of just sounded like Linda Belcher from Bob's Burgers. 
Thank you. Oh, <laughs> so yeah, no, their 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 marriage is that sh- that ship is circumvented, cause you see that shit right there. Oh, oh, that's right. Yeah, kind of like in National Treasure too. Yeah, and so and so uh, Ryan Reynolds guy is like, man, I need to win that Virginer all over again, but this time I've got some really stiff competition. <laughs> Virginia be like that. It'd be like bitches be shopping. I don't know if you understood that <laughs> up to now. Yeah, and yeah, and at first the cage dad's all like, "Hey, you know, this new cock in town. I don't know. He's a little bit more my style." I'm just saying, it's kind of do, you know. And uh, and the keener there, she's all like, uh, "I don't know. There's something about him. There's something different about him. Don't smell right." And cage is like, "Yeah, he doesn't bathe. I'm down with that." Shit. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, but, uh, you know, shit does start to get a little bit weird. There is trouble paradise in more than one way, possibly. Like, maybe another doom is upon them. Like, maybe Ryan Reynolds is vindicated after all. Maybe there's, like, volcanoes that walk on little crab feet and, and they spout kittens that look cute at first, but they have a maw that rips up their whole body in half in a way that's still PG rated, but kind of freaky. And of course, we'll introduce a new animal like a sloth slash panda bear or some shit, and uh, that maybe that's a cannibal. Double C. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Well, yeah, no, it's it's gonna be proportioned thusly. Yeah, 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 and 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 uh, and kung fu panda people will think about suing, but then they'll think that's too hard. Um, And the cannibal (laughs) baby will say its first word. Its first word is going to be something really stupid, by the way, but it's it'll be a big laugh. <laughs> that line's going to be a big laugh for all the, you know, dif- differently abled mental people who would see this in a theater setting, right? Yeah, so, like, there'll yeah. be there'll be some shit that goes down. There'll be a real heated argument, and then Baby will say first words. They'll be like, oh, snap. And everybody will oh, be like, ah, ah, woo, ah, ow. Yeah, because people sound exactly like 1980s laugh tracks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. Then uh, new cock in town, uh, dude fella, uh, turns out to be kind of a pussy, and uh, Cage never liked him anyway. And Ryan Reynolds gets to fuck uh, a brave McGirlfriend oval face again. Yeah, and he gets to then, bash her and then fuck her over a rock. And you learn some kind of really <laughs> stupid fucking lesson, like it's a really the style. A really t- well, yeah, yeah. Knock down, drag out. That's that's how it was. Yeah. You know, like, we're not talking about Pixar here, guys. Calm down. Oh wait, wait, wait. Croods <laughs> two, the invention of consent. Oh my god. Da, 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 da. <laughs> <laughs> that's the cruise three. <laughs> oh, oh shit okay the one which you can only see in 3d guys uh, what kind of a world is this i can't have sex with a woman against her will <laughs> what is what this? the fruity the pebbles is going on here <laughs> um and when all this shenanigans is going on um there now this this won't be a musical the first one wasn't a musical oh. and it's very definitely not a musical we're not disney guys we got to distance ourselves from that shit you know however there is going to be a pop song in there yeah i don't know who it's going to be by i don't know and, and, and i don't know if it's just going to be a stupid slow cover of an existing pop song you it's gonna spin have to be Taylor me Swift. right round baby right round like a record the world was gonna no johnny too real too real pull out <laughs> There's going to be butt shaking right in your face because, oh, they're shaking their butt. <laughs> oh, oh butt. No, yeah, no, no, butt jokes, <laughs> fart jokes, foot jokes, uh, hangnail yes. jokes, you know, and, and uh, oh, and somebody will get a tapeworm. The grandma will get a tapeworm. <laughs> A big yes. freaking prehistoric tapeworm, but she's she's still spry, and you know what? She's hardcore, so she'll just like floss her intestines with it. She just yeah. reach down her mouth, pull out the one end, and be like, nah, 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 nah. "I've never no, felt so clean." She's reach out up her ass. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, and and tapeworm will have a face, and it'll have lines, right? And towards the end, when uh, coward McNewdick, you know, is trying to make trouble for them, like maybe he's gonna have that pussy anyway. She whips yeah. it out like a lasso and like pulls him into some lava, and he dies. Oh. Or, or he or. goes to bang uh, Og or whatever Sugar Tit's name is in this, and instead <laughs> he ends boogie. up banging Gran. 
And oh. then ever since then, Gran is like, I'm all about that dick. And he's like, oh, no, Gran wants me. And Come Kate's back like, here, yeah, you young stud. Oh. I'll teach you Let a me thing show you a thing or two, Sonny. <laughs> <laughs> I got the moves from back in the Cretaceous. <laughs> I can still move on this walker now. <laughs> Them tremors was me. See, it's gonna be exactly like Squidbillies, except it's yeah. the roots too. <laughs> like, I oh my Jesus! Much anymore. <laughs> I still got it though. Let's <laughs> it up for you, <laughs> Rusty. Don't you say no damn in this mess. Harder? Yes, that was Please. that was that was the crude's two love on the rocks. That was my version. So <laughs> feel free to shit your version right into our audience's mouth. I like the new age of consent, though. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so in the first one, uh, it's a little hazy, but they they didn't run into any other uh, humans, did they? No, or they just it was just it was just Ryan Reynolds, the crude's, and some monkeys. That was all we okay. got. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> So they're in this new land, right? And, you know, they're like, oh, woohoo, yay, we're in this new land. But they eventually realize that, like, hey, they're the only ones there, right? And uh, they don't have, like, ethics or uh, any, you know, laws as we know them today. Oh, no. So they have no qualms. So they're just all fucking left and right. Hey, Lod, it sure is dark in this cave. I know, daughter. It's cold, too. You should come a little closer. (laughs) So they're all... They're all just, like, trying to boost their numbers, right? And the guys are silly. They don't realize that there has to be a guy and a girl, so they're fucking left and right, too. And, you know, besides that, it feels good. So let's, you know... You know, they they all just go at it. Linda, you're truly the Nostradamus of this group. I'm going to be shocked if this doesn't turn out to be the movie. (laughs) Yeah. So they're all fucking. And of course, you've got like mongoloids all over the place now from the incest. And, uh, you know, that's all just like backdrop. Linda, we called them retardaloids now. Oh, I'm sorry. I was really (laughs) insensitive there. I am so sorry, guys. Um, <laughs> the retardaloids or mongos, if you will, um, <laughs> are just running rampant. So anyway, um, that's all like the backstory. That's like just the world building. That oh, this is the part we now. get on crayon at the beginning, you know, because yeah. they got to do their cool arty prologue. Well, you know, they're also going to be those obvious scenes where like they're having deep conversations while, you know, um, Grug is a fucking sun thunk in the background. <laughs> like, hey, so what did you think about that rain yesterday? <laughs> yeah, and they, they got they got they got some doobies that are so big you could use them as a cane too. They're like, shh, yeah, boy. well, naturally. <laughs> so they're having this grand old time, but the problem is that this new world, you know, they were so happy to find it, but. Unfortunately, something bad happens every single day or night. Uh, they, they, there's like a hailstorm. There are um, locusts. There, uh, grandma's got that tapeworm. Uh, and uh, um, uh, the Jehovah's grub. Witnesses are always coming to the door day and night. Uh, actually, let's say um, Eep, Emma Stone's character, she breaks her leg while she's out, you know, hunting. Who does and the bone stick out? I hope so. No. Yeah. Actually, oh. yes. Yeah, the bone yeah. sticks out and it's just crazy. So, but I'm changing it. Let's say Thunk, the son, he's the one who's got the, the broken leg that's the broken femur that's just poking through and all gross and shit. I can and work it's with infected this. and it's really fucking bad. And like he's got maggots all over it and shit. And uh, so anyway, uh, the the first night there, they also find this huge, uh, this huge stone. And it, it's just, um, what do you call it? A, a monolith? Oh, um, that kind of yeah, lift. And so he's like. Ooh, what's that? That looks weird. And it's got like red splotches on it. And anyway, that night he has a vision. And in the vision, 
the the monolith has a voice and he says, Grog, it is me, your god. I am unhappy. <laughs> you must pay me in blood. So, um, you know, Thunk is just slowing them all down because he's got that gross ass, you know, broken uh, femur poking through. So they, you know, of course, he sacrifices him first. Uh, actually, he he cuts off his whole leg and serves it to their new god. But it's not enough. And, um, you know, it, it does, of course, like it, it stops all the bad stuff from happening for like three days. But then he's like, oh, still our God is unhappy. So they send him the other leg of Thunk and, you know, and they get another three days of 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 happiness and blah, blah, blah. Anyway, uh, Grant's got that that tapeworm just like, you know, really fucking up her ass and like all of her digestive track and shit. So she's and the tapeworm on the is all death. like trust in me. Yeah. Trust <laughs> the tapeworm is all like, it's all living. So <laughs> anyway, <Not my> she, <laughs> she's on the brink of death. And so they're just like, fuck it. And they just, they, they decide to let her, they, they figure she's going to die anyway. Right. So they sacrifice her, um, whole to the to the monolith, and they get uh six months of of uh just you know happiness and peace. But then see what happens when you bury the hatchet. Yeah. <laughs> and meanwhile, thunk? thunk is just like you know they they carterized his leg stumps, but he's still like he's a fucking mess, man. And at this point, they're just taking care of him, and he's just like such a fucking drain so you know of course they're like hey thunk i I just want to take you on this walk with me so i can tell you about this dream i had and i don't really walk it's like i would take you on this drag with me yeah drag like you walk to me along on a leash by his ear (laughs) he's like oh hey dad this is the monolith what are we doing here and he's like thunk you were a good son. And he's like, no, no, dad. God, no, no, dad. No. <laughs> you know what must be. <laughs> For the greater so, good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the greater good. And Honey, so really, where are the children? All about- they are with God now. <laughs> <laughs> and then you've got all the, the Mongo babies. And it's like, you know, why are you going to keep them around? Um, so, except for entertainment, so, okay, Linda, that got a little dark. Anyway, um, they just, they, they keep killing people off until it's just, uh, Nicolas Cage's character, Grug, and Catherine Keener's character, Ugga, and, uh, finally, like, you know, something bad happens, and they're just looking at each other like, who's gonna kill the other one first? Malachi! He the wants you, too. Malachi. Outlander. <laughs> 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 the Croods <laughs> too. Like a new god. <laughs> Children of the Croods. <laughs> Honestly, I was really expecting them after Gronk was gone to like say that it's Grug's turn. And then for him to go, <laughs> killing me won't bring your crops back. <laughs> <laughs> you bitches. His legs and his arms and Grand puts a <laughs> fucking beehive on his head. He's like, oh, God, no, not the bees. <laughs> <laughs> not the we'll prehistoric bees. Your yes, and then they time. roast him. Like, you know, the honey really did go with the meat well. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, we need to remember this. And children, that's how they invented barbecue. No, that is how Hillshire Pepperidge Farms came to be. <laughs> we remember. Pepperidge Farm remembers. We got a long memory. You better not cross us. <laughs> and uh, Ryan, Ryan Reynolds' character is the only guy who uh, gets to live with their new colony, but he, they, they cut out his tongue years ago. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Ain't that always the way? (laughs) (laughs) So, Dottie, what do you have? Way down in the jungle deep, (laughs) Grog stepped on Guy's dick. (laughs) 
<laughs> guy said, motherfucker, can't you see why you standing on my goddamn dick? And Brooks said, I ain't heard a word you said, but if you say three more, I'll step on your motherfucking head. (laughs) Oh, I could keep going, but yeah, um, (laughs) Christ in heaven. (laughs) So they decide, hey, let's go visit this, as you call it, a new land. And then Grug is like, oh, I still hate you because I heard you banging my daughter in the butt last night. And he's like, I call this new land your grave. I was like, oh, no, curse your inevitable betrayals. This sounds familiar. (laughs) (laughs) So they get chased around and then they end up meeting the newest member of the cast for this one, which is Peter Dinklage. And he's going to be called Little Rock. And he's got a big brother he rides on the shoulder of, played by Dwayne Johnson, (laughs) called The Rock. Is he Master Blaster now? Yes, it's Master Blaster. Go run (laughs) Say. Well, actually, they don't run Bartertown. It's called Sawmill. But that's because they just saw people in half with their teeth because The Rock is fucking huge. And Peter Dinklage feeds him people. So when they come on Sawzall because it saws all. Yes, exactly, because it saws all. <laughs> so Ryan Reynolds runs into them and he's like, I'll kill you for running into me. He's like, Rock, grind him. He's like, okay, I'll run grind him. Yeah, on the rock. He's about to grind him, but then they find Gran coming out because like, oh, guy, you're supposed to clean up that mess you made on my granddaughter's ass. And you boys were supposed <laughs> to grind me. Yes. And that's what happens. <laughs> Peter Dinklage is like, oh, shit, I want to get all up in that Gran. So the they start it's ladies night. And the yes. right. <laughs> they start banging and Eep or Ugga, Bugga, whatever her name is that he's banging is like, where's my call her man brave. at? And they, I had to hit him over the head, but I can't doodle with no dead noodles, so I have to hit him <laughs> soft. So then they decide, okay, we got to go and get to this new land and make it prosper and get my dad to stop trying to kill my husband just because he likes to tickle his pickle at my little pucker pole. And it's just not going to work out for them. And especially with this thing, as we brought up, the consent, which is really fucking up everyone's weekend because they just don't know what to do with their clubs anymore. It's like, well, I guess we could do this tenderly, but I kind of want to bonk you on the head first because that's how our parents did it. And then it becomes a generational thing of the boomers against the younglings and they got their little rock pads, which everyone's going to have, and they're going to message each other by throwing rocks and birds attached to them. It's going to be called Is Cage going to complain that some of it's fake news? Uh, yes, he will, because they're going to have pterodactyls that deliver the fake news, but the little uh. tweetings of the birds delivering rocks with messages, that's what the kids are all into, and they don't like that, because messages get mixed Dad. up sometimes. You really embarrassed me at the shunting last week when you yeah. used the club on that lady. Now, see, that's the one thing they don't like about the new land is that Rock and Master Blaster are talking about the shunting. And they don't call it the shunting, it's just the shunting. And how it's like the grand festival they have every full moon. And like, oh, this is going to be so great. There's all this food we're collecting for the feast. And it's kind of like Vikings when they go and celebrate their gods, where you get all these people together to celebrate, get drunk and food. But you also have sacrifices. So we're not going to ape off of your success of killing off Thunk and his (laughs) legs. But Thunk did have an accident. And when they realize that he broke his leg, they just rip his leg off and barbecue it because he's like, hey, free food. And it's just because <laughs> Thunk is not really thinking. He He's sadly, he's he's disabled. Oh, so, stinking Thunkin'. As they get closer and closer to he's the shuntening, <laughs> that's when they realize when the day of the shuntening comes that everyone's drunk, everyone's eating food. That the crude family has been chosen for their sacrifice, so they can't be part of the Ooh. mass ocean of naked bodies just fucking. Because that's <laughs> all the shuntening is, is just one mass orgy. 
And this is why mm-hmm. it's going to be filmed in live action instead of animation, because we're <laughs> trying to go for the Guinness record of records for the largest on-screen non-porn film filmed gangbang. And oh. a pterodactyl is going to fly above them and they're going to start going shunt, shunt, shunt. <laughs> and then that's when the pterodactyl is going to like empty out this huge thing of lube that had been carrying in its mouth like a pelican. <laughs> So it just literally becomes a sea of lube and bodies just sliding in and out against each other. Everything can go into every orifice. You just don't know when one body begins and the other ends. And if it's a man, if it's a woman, if it's yourself, you just don't know and you don't care. (laughs) If it's it's a sloth panda. Who's licking me? It will be filled. And there is a sloth in there somewhere, and the guy is just kind of slowly going around, one person to another, getting shunted with a smile on his face. So that's when it turns into Zootopia, and we end up with Master Blaster becoming a detective team, and they have to go and decide who it is that should be to blame for freeing the Croods, because obviously you can't kill the family when they were famous from the first film, and we can't sacrifice Mm -hmm. them on film. So, as they're escaping, Gran gets left behind, but she's cool with it because they ate her tapeworm, and she was sexy enough to them that she could be a part of the next shunting. So, she tells them to go kill Grug because he was an absolute asshole to her the last film with hoping for her death constantly, and she also believes her daughter can do better. So, she you helps them. laws am I right? Exactly. <laughs> so, she's helping them with all of her knowledge of Grug, to find places that idiot would think was safe for them to hide because he still won't listen to Ryan Reynolds. And Ryan Reynolds is also having to deal with erectile dysfunction because he's <laughs> recognizing that unless it's her anus, he can't get excited to have sex with her. Mm-hmm. So this is something they have to work out eventually. So he needs to invent the forty five automatic so he can load it and hold it to her head during intercourse. That's the only well, way he can you're finish. close. You're close. Because this new land happens to be in a place that later on will be inhabited by Native Americans, and then much later on will also be inhabited by Americans, he becomes the uh, first person to invent Foreigners. the bow and arrow. And he oh. recognizes holding this a weapon, as he calls it, gives him an erection because <laughs> it makes him feel powerful. So showing his wife this erection, he waggles it around like a helicopter. It's like, get in me right now. And that's the end of the movie is they have vaginal sex. It's awesome. Everyone gathers around and it's playing like Christmas music. It's, you can envision it. It's like the How the Grinch Stole Christmas when all the Who's in Whoville were surrounding the tree going, Ah, so dory. Ding, president, ding, president. While he's chanting. banging her. Yeah. And then it's like everyone from the Shuntoning and from Sawmill Town, they come over ready to kill the crudes, but like, oh my God, what are they doing? And then that's when uh, Grug says, it's consensual and like oh yep so like guy made it snow fucking, and so they truly they know what Christmas one is. person each so that kind of gave us marriage so it's a progressive film and it's still a family film because even though we're going to have nudity it's only going to have like a sudden dick and face type thing at the very end so it's shocking to you and you'll talk about it with your friends and art houses but the rest of it's just going to be a lot of oily your, ass and titties. Your preacher. Your, yes. That's right. It's like exploding varmints. You'll want to share it with everyone. Yeah. You want to talk about it in your prayer group. <laughs> yeah. I talk about it in my book club, you know? <laughs> hey, you think this is the episode that uh, gets us pulled out of the network? Oh, I hope so. <laughs> No pulling out. You got to finish up, see? That's right. See, that's, again, a thing in the cruise. It's like, why do you pull out? (laughs) Because I know what big finish. (laughs) (sighs) You're supposed to rub it in. We can, like group all of our uh our our ideas together for one of like the crudes to the summoning 
and because we all seem to have a theme of like of just them going at it, like there's no tomorrow. I forgot. I renamed well, the family I'll, the Ludes. I'll have you know that mine was was very family friendly going at it. My shit was PG tops. Yeah, well, that's why you're gonna get one corner of the market. We're not Her sacrifices. To... Now, of course, we all know the good. The communist. The good ending of this is when is when is, is the one where the robot starts showing up and, and abduct Brave there, and then Guy has to f- forge a sword out of fucking lava, cross the water, and say, "Damn talking box," and then fight the Darth Vader knockoff guy before he makes the island blow up and free the people from the ice wall. Yeah, see, that was another. God, you and I really are on the same page because that was another plan I thought of. Was why not do like cavemen versus aliens since cowboys and aliens did so well. And yeah, then that way, you know, at least you can bring in Harrison man, Ford. Yeah. They get they get to the new land and it really works out, mm. but they don't know what that Statue of Liberty thing is doing there at the beach halfway buried. You know? yeah. Guys, you guys, you guys, guys, wait, 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 wait. Cage just kissed TM. <laughs> like, oh, trademark, yeah, copywritten, yeah. it's ours. That's right. Don't steal these ideas. They're really <laughs> gold. Didn't we just a film a Croods movie? Uh, yeah, but this is a new one. Okay, let's do it. It's kind of weird you're not talking to my agent to make me record these lines, but okay. <laughs> let's talk to Lynn. Like, he can help us make a movie. Yes. Lynn Kamazinski will just roundhouse kick the script over to Nick Cage. And he'll be like, oh, what is this? I'm like, oh, okay, I'll start doing it. Why not? It's another movie I agreed to, right? It's like, yeah. <laughs> I honestly really, I have respect for Cage, but I honestly believe if I slid him a script in the bathroom, he would say, I'm in. (laughs) And then everyone else would have to look at us oddly when we come out of the stall and go, look, when he said he's in, that he meant exactly what you think he meant. And then just leave on that note. (laughs) Are you saying that everything he's done in the last 15 years has become because a car park got in the stall next to him and just kind of kicked a script under? I think that's a lot better than saying it was slid through a glory hole. Yeah, that works. <laughs> oh well, yeah, he was all ready to go, and then, then he got a rolled up script up there, you know, and he's he's flecking the shit flakes off of it in the lube, and all like, what's this vengeance? A love story? It's so crazy. It <laughs> just in. might work. And it always happens the same way. It was like, oh damn it, I'm on the wrong side of it this time again. Okay, so you're playing Gandhi. Okay, but this Gandhi, right, he's kind of a cool Gandhi, right? Wears sunglasses and eats gummy bears, am I right? Yeah. <laughs> he's really into Elvis, you right? Of a bitch I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> this time, Gandhi's got a Fu Manchu and he's fighting the Nazi. <laughs> in space. This is my Mecca, motherfucker! <laughs> Cinnabar to my liking! <laughs> this is my happening called... and it freaks me out. That's when he does the remake of Earth. Ernest Saves Christmas. <laughs> oh. <laughs> We're just going to redo all the Jim Varney Ernest films with Nicolas Cage. <laughs> you know, years before I saw that, I had a nightmare along the same lines, except it wasn't with Santa Claus. It was with Abraham Lincoln. And, like, oh, different people got turns at being Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> no, oh, no, er- Ernest isn't there. Mother's Miak. Oh, <laughs> 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 oh. uh, I'm not so even joking. Hey. I would legitimately pay to see him play Ernest. Well, <clears throat> well. Uh, also, uh, TM copyright whatever Cage's kiss. <laughs> oh my god! See, look, we could have him playing Ernest, and then like the buggy-eyed old guy that always said nothing. You can mm-hmm. give that part to Lynn, and he can just be what? him. A much more well-built Ernest, Ernest, some bullies on BMX bikes just knocked over our lemonade stand. And then, and then, and then Cage is all like, yeah, yeah, Vern. Well, you should have seen when the shit hit the fan in Vietnam. Yes. Oh, gee whiz, children. I guess this is, uh, it it is the holidays and uh, we're coming up on New Year. If I can come clean about something. Oh. um, It's also something that's been kind of bothering me. So I saw the trailer for the um the the new cage uh cage joint on Netflix with the the history of curse words and oh, yeah. um 
I, I, I found myself thinking, huh, he's actually hot again. Yeah. He's actually gone back to being attractive, and I don't know how I feel about it. It's the did year he, of the did, did he finally change the facial hair and, and hair hair combination? No. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no. He, he looks he looks good, man, and it's 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 a weird thing for me, but I uh, I just don't know what to do now. Up to the minute, Cage News. <laughs> so speaking of a uh, new year. Uh, oh. is there something from Cage, uh, that you guys would like to see in the, in the new year? They, they could pull the bandaid off that third national treasure so we could all stop thinking about it. No, just Disney dump it to streaming. It. Maybe they'll make it a Disney plus show. Oh, fuck. Oh, great. So I won't ever see it. <laughs> yes. Cause I ain't giving that shit my money. You know, because they just felt Jeff Goldblum is completely useless and everyone thinks he's so cool no matter what he does. So they just did a, what was it? The world according to Jeff Goldblum. Mm -hmm. Maybe they could do that with Nicolas Cage, but they just follow around his daily life. But it's going to be a little more interesting know. than Steven Seagal, like with his whole, I also volunteer as a oh, chef you know, at I this might, place. I might watch that if they just had like a real time thing, like Cage from five to seven. You know, you have people like walking yeah, up like to the him. Truman like show. And then, then a homeless man tries to challenge him to Kung Fu and Cage thinks he can do Kung Fu and he gets defeated by oh. a homeless man. Oh, but can the homeless man be Gary Busey? No, I well. mean, isn't that the role Gary Busey plays in real life? <laughs> kind of, yeah. Uh, I was going to say, maybe we'll be surprised and find out he actually does know magic and just goes around using his karate on people. It's, it's like, maybe large, he beats up the, the homeless for all we know, where he's like, would you like a hundred dollars? Like, oh, yes, I would, Mr. Cage. Like, good, then let's grapple. What? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, God, stop it. Like, you know, yeah, you reek of shit. dollars. <laughs> Kumite. He puts on gloves. You would eat in a trash can, and I eat at Trader Joe's, motherfucker. His gloves and he a mask. Made him say, "Uncle." <laughs> Body's ready. My heart's oh. on fire. <laughs> I've been but yeah. uh, with the holidays coming up to to cheer myself up. I've been watching uh, one of my favorite shows ever, the uh, A Bit of Fry and Laurie. Oh. And uh, they came up with the idea of light metal as opposed to heavy metal. And uh, they had well, the we Bishop have that. and the That's Warlord. That's the kind I listen to. <laughs> I would like to see like a a Bishop and the Warlord sort of thing with Nicolas Cage and his son. With his son, of course, playing if, guitar. If, and, if any Hollywood types are out there listening, I really would like to see Weston do more shit. Like put Weston in some fucking movies or something. Like, you know, what what's the worst that could happen? I... Actually, want, <laughs> I want a lot. I want to see a follow-up to Home Alone where <laughs> it's going to be like the McAllisters getting together for a family reunion and Macaulay Culkin's character just Kevin stays home. That's it. He doesn't get left behind because he's an adult. He just stays home. Oh. And Nicolas Cage plays a new bank robber with his son. It's a father and son business. Where they're during the, the daytime. Bandit. Yes, they're the greasy bandits because they actually are trash men. They're the trash men because they work for the city's garbage disposal. Oh my god, it's a sequel to Men at Work. It is. Garbage we can have Emil Estevez playing like a cop or something. Yes, they'll go garbage day. <laughs> But they scope out houses from their garbage truck and like, yeah, we're going to hit this McAllister place. It's, awesome. it's like the wet bandit gang kept trying to hit him for years. These got to be loaded with cash. His entire house is like the people under the stairs where it's just loaded with death traps everywhere. So it actually turns into this like twisty film where instead of him defending the home against the home invaders, Nick Cage and Weston, they're the ones trying to escape his home. And Macaulay Culkin will like appear in a gimp outfit, which is just going to be like him in a leather <laughs> leotard and like a gimp mask. And he's going to go, you'll think these traps are here to protect me. He's like, they're there for you. He's like, oh my God. He keeps making like spider and fly metaphors constantly. Every time they're caught, it's just him doing a slow walk where he's like talking about catching people and acting predatory like animals hunt down these animals for days and then they finally kill them after wounding them 
It's like, oh my but god, just kill me already. The, do you think that the first Home Alone movie was like a prequel to Saw? Almost, yeah. No, it was I Don't mean, Breathe, what? the original version. Like, yeah. oh god. Yeah, you're right. But, um, <laughs> god. You really need to see that movie. It's, oh god, no. We don't need to watch that one again. Yeah, we uh, do. No. That's the last like, movie really, I ever saw in the theater. Honestly, it's like rewatching Home Alone. McKevin really escalated everything in that situation. And everything he did, the only thing he did that made sense was calling the cops at the end. He could have called them at the beginning. He completely avoided the entire mess of scorching the flesh off a man's hand, <laughs> scorching someone's brain with a blowtorch, Stabbing a foot with a fucking uh, nail in the floor, stepping on glass, and then crushing a man's skull with a paint can. Donnie, I mean, Donnie, all of it makes so much sense, and I'm going to tell you why. One billion dollars, okay. number one in the box office. <sighs> Thank you. <laughs> well, see, at first it was all because he was a, he was a kid. You know, we're all stupid kids, so you know he didn't really think anything of it. But then the second time, it was just because he, he got a taste. When of it. I was yeah. a child, I spake as a child. I oh understood <laughs> as a child. And just like how all the now. Home Alone movies oh, had no. like that one person where everyone's like, oh my God, that guy totally killed all these people because he looks old and creepy. And oh my God, there's a bird lady in the park and she's spooky and a witch. <laughs> He's going to live next to Adam Sandler playing Adam Sandler. <laughs> Oh, he's just gonna no. like, like, hey Kevin, how's it going? Like, ah! <laughs> Get away from but me, you failure of a human being. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be like Henry, portrait of a serial killer. Right? <laughs> no, I no, it's I just want people to see Adam Sandler as himself acting normal and people treating it like he's just the fucking plague. Like they just scream at his sight of him. Well, let's get the documentary crew together and send Adam Sandler to the Cannes Film Festival. Yes. But I just, like, imagine, like, he just shows up at, like, a town hall meeting. It's like, I'd like to say no against public sidewalks being made private. Like, who let you in here? And then everyone just goes silent until he leaves. And then they all start hyperventilating, like, oh, my God. That other lady got to talk for an hour about her dead mother, and she didn't even have a point about the motion at hand. I I thought maybe, you know, I'd be considered, too. Yeah, I I was in Little Nicky, you guys. Oh, my God, get out of here, Quam, please. Call the cops. Gee, I thought the Popeye's chicken would be open later than that. Oh, they Can saw me coming. Can we just have Donald Sutherland screaming and pointing at him? <laughs> <laughs> Except it'll be Nick Offerman playing as him. <laughs> it's gonna, it's gonna be a veritable who's who in this movie. <laughs> All right. I say we. What I want, I'd like to get Weston together with with uh, some of those dimension films types. Get him over to Eastern Europe, and just make a series of films that are basically like zero budget Highlander movies. And he can do the soundtrack. Just like just they they don't have to be long. They don't have to be expensive. I just want them. You know, Tia Carrere shows up as a vampire seductress, you know, and it won't matter that she's really fucking old because she'll do it. You know, Cynthia Rothrock's there, you know, Tony Todd's there. Yeah. Fuck yes. (laughs) Yeah. You know, Tony's toy shop. (laughs) <laughs> that's right here we are and lance henriksen just keeps showing up even though he wasn't yes. necessarily cast you just can't keep him away professor lance <laughs> come on give me something to do let me be a cia agent or a priest or something starring christopher walken as santa claus <laughs> <laughs> merry christmas to For all no reason and to all good night <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, no, because like, he's immortal too. It's based on C.S. Lewis, you know. You guys, you know, like this, this shit's really say, deep. <laughs> you're gonna have Christopher Lambert as the lion, <laughs> the talking dog. <laughs> he's gonna, yeah, he's gonna wear like a fake lion's mane. It's like you're gonna have Christopher Walken as Santa, but he's oh, not gonna talk. Oh, he's no. just gonna look exactly like the headless horseman and just go. Christopher ah! Lambert is is is, is uh, Lucius the nearsighted lion. Yeah. 
What was it, Cletus the cross-eyed lion? <laughs> you know, they're they're meeting in a in a warehouse with like a bunch of busted out windows and there's pigeons flying around. It's nighttime and there's fog. And then and then Weston's all like, dark and sinister man, have at thee. Yeah. Can we get Christopher Lambert with all those tattoos he had in uh, 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 Ghost Rider 2? Yeah. He's got the mane and he's got a bando bra like that's yeah. like sort of orange, like sort of lion fur color. Yeah, and he and hangs he's around got, like, with a-, a banana hammock. With yeah, no, and, and with him, as, as always, is Mario Van Peebles as a blind <laughs> gunfighter. Yeah, and he thinks that he's a dog. Yeah, yeah no, and he's we got he's go, got like, kind of scuffed up, mirrored suit. sunglasses, right? That have yeah. got razor wire wrapped around them. Woof. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I feel like we're ad libbing a movie. <laughs> it's like a jungle. No, sometimes. this is what Golden Globus keep from going did. Under. This is how Canon was made. <laughs> <laughs> Don't push me cuz I'm close to the edge. <laughs> edge. <laughs> yeah, so uh, so so you Netflix so uh, we call it we call it Druid Druid Commander. Commander with a K. <laughs> and that's capitalized even though it's a middle and there's no space. And uh, Druid Commander 2, you know, the fucking, you know. Druid <laughs> Druid Commander Lord of Illusions, yeah. We call it Druid Commander and DK Wars just for short. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. D- DK War 6 Beyond Cyberspace, uh DK War Bloodline, you know, and and yeah. then you get the spin-offs and there's spin-off books that don't look like they're long enough to be real books but you pay the same. Yeah, we can do like the Dune series where it's just house this, house that, house of sand, house of worms. Yeah. Worm sand. <laughs> and then we can have like a Monster house series of called sand Druid Frog. Nights. Yeah. Hot Druid Nights. <laughs> yes. Yeah, no, yeah, 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 yeah. No, you do a whole series uh, filmed in Malibu with Weston in like in like some really washed out model, you know, and he's and every time there's a paranormal mystery, even though he's just a lifeguard. Yes. I want to imagine yeah. that right now Nicolas Cage is listening to all this on a phonograph and his Taking eyes notes. and his face. <laughs> he's just looking like he did when he was dressed as the preacher in Face Off. And he's just like, <laughs> and like actual awe at all these ideas we're giving him. And he's just going to treat it. Go ahead. <laughs> Finally, somebody gets me. <laughs> yeah, it's somebody gonna be kind of like the whole me. Mormon Bible being written, where it's like we're this talking stone that yeah, only we are the gold thing in the hat. From. Yeah, yeah, he's just gonna be writing with like a cape over him, so no one else can see what he's writing, and it's all these ideas for films that we're giving him. And I'm just, just saying, after blank contracts. After having watched 211 and after having looked up some shit about Weston and his band, I've concluded that Weston Cage is the next Slade Craven and it needs to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Weston, get at movie. us. Yeah. <laughs> We're down for it, Weston. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Are we going to turn him into like Will Smith and his son? And we're just going to oh. start putting them together and film like alchemists. that? That's right. Yeah. <laughs> no, oh, actually so... what I want to do God, for Cage... are like actual enemies in real life. Like if That, was, that would explain Cage the limited screen near, time together. Like Will Smith, because they keep busting in his door. It's like, we're here to get you alchemists. And they start spitting magic at each other like Dude. Harry Potter and shit. Ang Lee, I know you're listening. You're a friend of the show. Get at us. We have an idea. <laughs> you know, I don't know how old he is now or anything else, but I'm pretty positive that Weston could take Jaden Smith. Yeah. Like Cage Mats right I, now. He'll mop the floor with Jaden Smith. I know a lot of people would pay to see it, too. Yeah. Get, get that yeah, pay-per-view shit going. would talk about how losing is actually winning if you're used to it. He can't talk if his teeth gets busted out. You don't know that. <laughs> like, what are teeth anyway? They're weird. <laughs> alchemist the alchemist the, the I, uh, I saw sorcerer's his bone. his quote unquote <laughs> anime and I'm freaking done with his shit well what if he does go full metal alchemist and he starts trying to like resurrect mm. people and ends up binding himself to a fucking dog and then we have to put him out of his misery <laughs> but not, no for... really fucked up for people that haven't seen it you really should see it it's an anime it's for fun no, <laughs> it is not. 
Anyway, I want to, I want to, I want to, I want to do, I want to do the erotic thriller, you know, where like Madam District Attorney, oh, yeah. you know, gets, has to deal with the guy who's like kind of oily but charming, and then he turns out to be a guilty as sin type murderer, and then Cage oh. plays her elderly detective friend who tries to sort it out but gets set on fire at the hour mark. What if we just so... remake the Red Shoe Diaries with Nick Cage? Yeah. And every time we introduce it, it's just him naked and hairy with rose petals at his crotch covered in oil and oh kinda, didn't see you there like the, he's kind of like the crypt keeper he's like today we have another saucy tale about some tale you know we all wear masks sometimes leather with a zipper others more subtle shall we say je ne sais quoi yes. <laughs> And you David Duchovny's just could standing there throwing rose petals. In New Orleans, <laughs> you can eat peaches out of a twat. Did you know that? It's just stunning he's what got, you could find out. He's got Weston behind him with a palm frond looking really awkward because he has to see his dad's naked, greased up ass as he's waving <laughs> the palm frond over him. And every every story will have Nick Cage as the protagonist. And he'll always Tales from the, the Hunger camera. Side. Tales from the loincloth. <laughs> He'll introduce Get at the us, jock Weston. cam. <laughs> it's gonna be awesome. Oh, oh, but we, as we've agreed before, we need to throw in Eddie Furlong. Oh yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. How about we use him for the Nick Cage John Travolta reunion flick of not Face Off, but. Look who's talking three or four or five, where it's going to be their <laughs> genitals that are talking. And we're going to have like Nick Cage in there. We'll have Weston. We'll also have John Travolta and we'll have Eddie Furlong and he'll get to voice Wait. like no, you just or something. You just said Furlong. You just gave me like this freaking flash of inspiration. We got to get him, we got to get Clint Howard, and we got to get some washout people who are still alive from, like, Melrose Place or some shit. I'm here for it. And we got to do a thing where somebody's dying of cancer, and and to save them, they have to get vampire blood. So they have to go to this mine on this island that's, like, you know, has a really fucked up history, and they're trying to find the coffin of the vampire who is Cage. Oh. Yeah, vampires squeeze the reckoning. Actually, wait, wait, what if it's like in a castle, but the vampire's grave is just an upturned couch in the castle? <laughs> <laughs> the torches of the damned! <laughs> we are uh, filmed in Dracula's castle. I just felt it was appropriate. Yeah. And and although shooting in Romania would be cheap and appropriate, no, this will just be Canada. Yeah. 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 All right. Romania Candia. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You know, it's uh, real creepy hey, up there. Listen, Len, we have ideas. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> if we say his name three times, can we like summon him again? And, like, I don't think you want to float me, out from the, the sky and the. <laughs> I don't know if you listen, but if you play our last episode where we had Lynn on there, if you play it in reverse, you'll hear him say, "You only get one," and oh, I think we should take that like to heart. Because, yeah. Yeah, because if you summon him a second time, I think he's just going to Tony Todd you from, like, your groin yeah. to your neck. But it's okay. going to be, like, a kick or something, or he'll just rip his shirt off and go, oh, Wait a minute. Wait, what? Then so, he'll just, like, rip your face off. I want to summon him again. When are we going to have Max Landis on? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh wait, no, we can't have Max Landis on. I'm just th- I'm just thinking of Fuck people we could get, you know. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> How about Max Brooks? <laughs> uh, Actually, yeah. what, no, no, I I want Jeff Fahey, goddammit. Oh, All right. Yeah. We can do that. Jeff, friend of the show. <laughs> Let's just Why not? Why not go higher? Why not get David Lynch? And oh my god. Tell my thoughts on his films to his face. Oh my god. <laughs> He's probably used to it. I would uh, turn into that SNL sketch of like, remember, remember, remember that movie you made? I'd have to, I'd have to resist, like, like, like doing an impression of him to his face. 
<laughs> like, like, you know how you know how you do that movie about the elephant man? That was really cool. <laughs> that would actually be even funnier if he just walked up and punched you. He was like, "You son of a bitch, Adrian! I told you never to contact me again." Like, what happened? <laughs> and then Adrian would say, "Thank you, sir." It'll turn out it counted that time I had a dream about him. Yeah. You're welcome. Uh, so, yeah, I think we covered the crudes pretty well. And yeah, that's Cadmus. that's that's all gonna happen in the crudes too. Everybody, prove us wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you mean they're not gonna have a butt fucking orgy? <laughs> the butt oh. fucking orgy. I don't. There's only one review <laughs> as of when I looked. There's only review for it on Prime. Somebody rated it four out of five, and I did not read <laughs> what they had to say. Wow. Yeah. Was but, it a uh, hard you know. rock time? <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. In the old town tonight, yeah. Uh. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> oh, God. It's Elizabeth Taper. It's Holly Rock. <laughs> Actually, um, before we do wrap everything up, um, here's a Cage Miss Christmas question. Mm. Uh, if the world was going to end on Christmas, like each year, there has to be a thing to save us. Uh, and it has to be Nicolas Cage in a cage fighting someone. Who would Nick Cage fight to save the world for all of us? Gary Busey. Yeah, it's, a, yeah. it's probably it's probably uh, Gary Busey. Um, oh my god, could this be like a celebrity battle royal where every year we have like one celebrity that gets chosen as a sacrifice oh, to fight him? The chosening. Um, yes. Maybe Judge Judy. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, that'll secure the world. Cage kicking Judge Judy in the mouth once a year? Okay. See, you can still have Gary Busey, but he's like the elder god. And it's like, as long as the oh. fight entertains him, then we get to stay. So he's like, yeah, well, um, Judy, I like it. Yeah, no, uh, what's yeah, actually, right. actually, uh, for, for people who I'd re- would dearly love to see Cage just cream in the ring, and you know Cage would mm-hmm. before he has that power. Uh, I, I think I'd like to see him, uh, you know, do an elevator grudge match with Kirk Cameron. Okay. Yes. <laughs> just going at it in a New York high rise elevator. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just ba-ding, ba-ding, ba-ding against that, against that uh, you know, against that door. Thing It'll be like there. a cage match where, like, they have to climb out of the elevator and then they have to pull a release cable that'll just drop the elevator. And that's who the winner is. Yeah. And we get color commentary from James Kahn. Somebody out there gets yes. that joke. <laughs> And maybe JR from the WWE, just because I know he, I want to hear him just say what he always says, which is like, he broke him in half. He broke him in half. Oh my God. Oh my God. He killed him. He killed him. He just slapped him in the man tit. He killed him. Oh my God. Hollywood, we hope you're taking notes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Liberal run media, you heard us. <laughs> <laughs> that highfalutin big city, Hollywood. <laughs> we out here making movies. We're done with Grand Isle, Donnie. <laughs> oh. Are we ever done? Grand Isle, which I had to watch but didn't have to talk about. Rub it in, why don't you? (laughs) Well, you guys were so gung-ho to talk about your movie. Don't want to talk about it, you big high-fluting city Adrian. (laughs) Don't know what it even is. (laughs) I went to the city to be a stud. (laughs) so please follow (laughs) listen rate and review cage's kiss on apple podcasts and on Podchaser, and check out our stuff on youtube also check out our patreon at (laughs) patreon.com forward slash cages kiss uh remember you can find cages kiss on facebook twitter and instagram at cages kiss you can visit our website at cageskiss.com and you can write to us at Cageskiss at gmail.com. If you're a pod, Check out my other I'm podcast about witches in history and stories of all media. Bedknobs and broom flicks. It's uh, spelled with licks at the end, so you know it's good. 
Uh, also, check me out as Lila in Dispatches of Disassociation and as Patrice and Lieutenant Murphy in Coyote's Bluff. Bluff. Donnie. No, Adrian. Donnie's in Coyote's Bluff, but I ain't. Yeah. Yeah. I was in there. Okay, Adrian. What? Yeah. No, you said me. I was going to say Adrian, but no, you wanted me first. You get this. Da-na-na. I am And that's all the time we have tonight. (laughs) On Twitter. I am also Unreal Goals on the YouTubes. I've got the Wisdom in a Bottle, where we're going to be reviewing movies soon. And I'm also on the Instagram as still Garlet Wheelack. And, uh, oh yeah, the boy who blew over on you, Red Tube. Red Tube. I heard I that think, is still garlic home. Twi'lek. Well, I do like still garlic, so that is pretty awesome. <laughs> but still yeah, you can find me on the Pornhub and these Red Tube and stuff like that. I shouldn't drink so much. But yeah, uh, Adrian, where can they find your foxiness? Oh, God, you can find my poor ass in a bullshit uniform driving a broken down truck for my fucked up job. But uh, uh, if you want to find me on the Internet, where you're more likely to run into me, uh, it's going to be Leo the Fox, L-E-O-T-H-E-F-O-X, all run together, lowercase, all one word. That's on DeviantArt.com. I actually update that one quite a bit. And you can look at artworks and stories and things. And you can go to my Patreon under the same thing. And you can give me some money to see them super secret artworks that are more different from the artworks displayed on the DeviantArt. And I'm on the YouTube as A.A. Smith. Find me there and look at cartoony things, some of which you might have seen on The Cage's Kiss, some of which you did not see on The Cage's Kiss. And I'm on Goodreads uh, as Leo the Fox also. And MySpace. (laughs) I'm not on fucking MySpace, you (laughs) stupid stupid 2005 poopoo head. CompuServe.net. Well, my my email is still a Hotmail, so... (laughs) I still use the imagination game. Because I started using the interwebs back when Bush was president. Oh, my. In his first term. So you'll be hearing from us next week with uh, another very special episode of Cage's Kiss, where we won't be covering, once again, we will not be covering a Cage movie. Because we're actually going to be covering the comic book that he wrote with with his son, Weston. Weston, the Druid Commander. (laughs) Yes, also known as Druid Commander. (laughs) (laughs) It is called... Voodoo Child, and no, it has nothing to do with the song. You had the best, now try the rest. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, so the song has slight return in it to differentiate it from the comic book. That's why Hendrix didn't want us to get confused, you know. Oh, okay. So I thought they meant chili, like a voodoo chili. Like it was something made in New Orleans where there's voodoo. That's chili. Nachos piled up in the mountain. Happy New Year? I don't know. And happy Kwanzaa. Yeah. Motherfucker. Peach, I could eat a peach for hours, please.